On this Aviation special, we sit down with Steve Durkee, president of LeGrand AV, celebrating his first year in office. We look back at the year that was, lessons he's learned, and things he might do differently. All that and more next on this Aviation special. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is an Aviation special, one-on-one with Steve Durkee. It's Tom Albright with Aviation with an Aviation special. With me today, uh, celebrating one year uh, at the helm of LeGrand AV, is my friend, Mr. Steve Durkee from LeGrand AV. Welcome, sir. Hello, Tim. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Uh, it was about a year ago, uh, you and I sat down. Um, y- you were made the, the, the president of LeGrand AV. Uh, at the time, you know, we talked about a number of things, kind of your history and, and, and the partnerships that you've been able to uh, establish and develop over the years. But one of the things that um, you, you've kind of brought to this and, and, and you, you were able to kind of look ahead based on where you wanted to take LeGrand. Obviously, we were just in the beginnings of COVID, so <laughs> there, there wasn't a whole lot of – last year was unprecedented in general, right? Yeah. Um, but when you when – you, look at the last year and try to do this with 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 a filter of COVID, like like not so much COVID, but just you know what you were able to lead your team through what has been your biggest lesson what's your biggest your biggest takeaway from this last year yeah it was as we talked about at the time and it was really an interesting time for all of us and and challenging and difficult and uh for not only us but globally so uh, there were a lot of, uh, and, and I would say not so much lessons learned, but I would characterize them as lessons confirmed. Okay. You know, and, and, what, and what I saw was, uh, and I've talked about this and the, the, the quality of our team is the power of teamwork. I mean, you, you had to adjust and pivot and focus and you, you, don't, you don't succeed in those types of environments without everybody working towards a common goal. And sometimes common goals are harder to set in a more normal market environment to get agreement. But when you're in a more of a crisis, the common goals become pretty clear, pretty fast. You know, COVID, and I've I've mentioned this before, COVID picked winners and losers, you know, regardless of your business model. If you were a restaurant, you were kind of a loser. If you were Perel, you were kind of a winner. So, and it didn't matter how good the products were or the people. And so it did that to our business. Uh, We had segments that were stronger. We had segments that impacted more. And so it very quickly highlighted where you needed to focus. And when our team did that, well, you know, it, it really it really helped us navigate those challenging times and end the year stronger than we expected. And I think it just reinforces the strength of a, a solid team and, and what focus and common goals can do. So that, that was one of those areas confirmed. Uh, I, it also confirmed to me relationships and partnerships. You know, it's how important it is to develop those in the good times, uh, build that trust, so when you do have challenging times, you can be really open about the challenges and the opportunities to navigate those with your with your partners, both your customers and suppliers. And we leverage all of those. And it was, you know, I don't know if it, if it sounds uh, uh, strange to call it heartwarming, but it was a bit heartwarming to have those conversations when you see how much you're working together. And it really reaffirmed how important those partnerships are. And then, you know, the last piece would be People talk about, you know, change as opportunity. And and I think this year really enforced how much you needed to treat change as an opportunity. Where can you find opportunities 
when the markets are changing this fast and the and the environment is changing that quickly and and being able to adapt to those quickly and hopefully it, that's that's muscle memory is, that sticks with you when it's a more normal time to embrace those changes as opportunities. But this past year we had to and it reconfirmed that if you do that, you can find some silver linings in challenging times. And and we did. And I think you know those are the types of things I take away from this past year that you hear about, you discuss, but really were confirmed when you're in something like COVID. You mentioned the, the term heartwarming, and, and you were you making sure that you weren't trying to be too uh, too sugar sugary there. But but I, I understand what you were saying about you know that that past year has really kind of demonstrated the power of partnerships and the power of those relationships. One of my uh, biggest mentors in in just in business has tried to drill into my head for years. People don't buy products; they buy from people, right? It, it is those relationships. Yeah. Talk about the, the not only this last year, but but what you guys were able to to build on, right? Uh, on the foundation of, you know, we'll, we'll get to the multiple of 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 product lines and and and, and brands here in a second. But your team and and, and uh, you know certainly you know we all have you know you know some some folks that you know don't always match up with with our with our culture. But for the most part, mo most everybody that I've personally run into at Legrand does fit that culture. Talk about, you know, everybody on your team that has built these relationships over years and how those existing relationships were you guys just built on top of that firm foundation during this really difficult year. Yeah, and that, and that kind of even speaks to just how we brought the business together over time. You know, uh, it, the first thing you start with is bringing together cultures. And, mm. and that it was it was it's been helpful that there's a lot of similar stories and we won't tell them all today, but if you go back in the history of these brands, there's an innovator there that solved the problem for customers and, and it was built, that business was built off of that. So, and, and relationships were foundational to those businesses. So when you bring them together and you can build off of that, what it really means is we have a whole bunch more relationships we can leverage when you do go through challenging times. So, when you, you know, if we if we bring those teams together, build those common goals, and then take advantage of all of the now bigger teams that have built their own unique relationships with with customers, we were able to leverage a, a lot broader pool of those in this past year than we than we would have individually as any one of the brands. You mentioned uh, earlier that that you know some segments were stronger than than others in, in, in during the, this last year. One of the things that makes uh, Legrand AV um, strong and, and and you know honestly flexible are the multiple different brands and the uniqueness of each brand. How do you how do you communicate to to, to the dealers and how do you communicate to tech managers and and, and their end users uh, the strength of bringing those those brands together? Well, you know, it starts with a couple of things. One of them is. We've had to do work internally to, to get aligned on that. Uh, you know, and that sounds maybe a little counterintuitive because we are so empathy and customer focused. But when we when we brought the businesses together, one of the ways you navigate integration, in my opinion, is you actually work first on the goals and objectives you can accomplish with feedback from your customers. And if you get alignment around those goals and objectives, then you can talk about the changes required to make those reality because the change is always challenging. But if you can fall back on, we all agreed on these opportunities, then you can make those, then you start making the changes. And what we've tried to do to communicate the changes, and in fact, we, we launched a new United by Purpose video is, is trying to articulate what the value of the brands together can be. And that, that video kind of talks about our history. So what we have done, what we are doing and what we, have a vision to be able to do going forward. So 
And if you think about it, it's about, I said this, and I think I said it was, sounds cliche last year, but it's about creating solutions and better experiences together. And, and this year forced us to accelerate that. And it forced us in two ways. One is there were the winners, things like distance learning and education was a winner this year. And what you'll see is a significantly expanded library, for example, from us of solutions and systems diagrams that actually show how all of our stuff works together. And But we, it was rallied around this idea that it's really clear, here's an opportunity that we can help with. And that gave our teams focus. And that focus actually accelerated our efforts to create those, those solutions and those diagrams. And then in addition, you know, we actually created, and we just launched it, you, you may have seen, but it's a... Uh, with with hybrid conferencing and hybrid corporate environments coming, uh, our team saw that too, and we could rally around that because clearly an opportunity and created took a middle Atlantic cart and integrated a Vadio huddle shot into it as one part number that you can drop into what everybody expects to be more open spaces uh, in in environments and be able to have a mobile conferencing solution that really really takes advantage of creating a solution. So uh, we were able to make progress on a, a number of those fronts in this. United by Purpose helps to helps to communicate that, uh, but it also is important, I think, for people to know that our brands are important. You know, they they mean something. We're not we're not mixing all the paints together and coming up with one new color. Uh, we're the brands still uh, have a special sauce. They mean something to our customers. So it's it's leveraging them to make uh, improved solutions and experiences, but also knowing that they're unique and continuing to do those things different for the brands that need to stay that way. And that's also important integration because sometimes those can get lost in that process. And so we're trying to get that balance right. And this is what our United by Purpose campaign tries to convey. Yeah, absolutely. You know, leveraging the, the strengths of the individual brand, but also bringing them together. It's been really, really interesting to watch you guys do that over the last few years um, with the, the multitude of brands. Because the one thing that, that some folks may not understand, may not know um, if they're not familiar with all the different brands, LeGrand AV has has you know, you guys have access to a number of different folks that have got long legacies and some pretty innovative products products and pretty innovative teams and bringing them together has been very, really interesting. Yeah, um, it's been fun too. I mean, it's, it's fun to be able to think about, you know, even as we approach solutions that we've worked on and, I'll, you know, an example with, we've been working on digital science for a long time and been more focused on the chief brand, on, on mounting displays in digital science. Well, now we can bring the connectivity. Now we can bring the power solutions to those. And you start to think about, you know, get, just getting our teams lined up around those. We, we made a lot of progress this last year in trying to think more broadly about how we can help provide solutions in a number of those areas that have been on our radar, but have been thought about more brand specific historically. Yeah, absolutely. You, you mentioned the, the United by Purpose uh, video, the United by Purpose campaign. Um, how does that how does that make Legrand AV stronger? Um, internally, and then how does it how does it you know help um, you know communicate that that idea to you know tech managers to end users to to dealers? Yeah, I think the campaign itself is it doesn't necessarily make us stronger with the campaign, but I think it's it is a communication vehicle because that can be you know as you bring brands together and some of them been together for ten years, some of them together for two years, you know it's an opportunity now that we have gotten through the heavy lifting and much of the integration to to communicate to all of those constituents that, okay, we are together now and think about where we've been. And you've and one of those brands was probably meaningful to any one of those constituents that they've used. And then to connect the dots. And, you know, I was at trade shows where people would still come through the booth and go, oh yeah, that's right. This is all one part of Legrand AV. And so 
it, the, the strength, I think, becomes in, in cementing that in the minds of our customers that, yes, these are all one, one business. And the, the, to sort of set a vision, it's aspirational in the video a bit because that's what campaigns are, but about what we can do together for them, uh, I think, is, is what it's trying to accomplish and, and helps us with that messaging. You, you've been uh, around LeGrand for, for a long time. And, and how long, you mentioned the fact that, you know, oh, yeah, the, this brand is, is a part of LeGrand. How long do you think that takes? Like, how many, how many trade shows? How many, how many visits from, from a, a, a rep, you know, um, is, it, is it months? Is it years? You know, what, what, what does that, that typical, uh, you know, M&A look like from a corporate standpoint? Like, like, you know, how long, if you had to guess, does it take for, for people to finally understand, oh, this is all one company? Yeah, I will tell you, it, it depends a bit on the brand. Some come together easier than others, uh, and some are more natural. But, uh, you know, if you're bringing them together in the system side and the people side, it, it, it's going to take you a couple of years, I think, for people to for really to come together as a business and, and, and be understood because it takes you some of that time just to actually be deliver on anything that's differential. Because during that time, you're, you, you just come together. You're probably not really acting that day. And how often do you hear in M&A things? It's business as usual for a period of time. Well, that by default means you're not really going to notice them being together for a period of time. So, you know, if I had to give a number, I'd say you're, you really are, you're doing it well if you can get that completed in, in a couple of years as you let them run for a bit on their own to get to get connected and then start to bring the pieces together and then really start to deliver on a differential value proposition going forward. Yeah, absolutely. We may mention M&As, uh, obviously, in the, in the, in the uh, manufacturer side. Certainly that's happened over the, over the years. In the in the integration side, that has happened as well. Uh, significant ones over over the last year or two. Um, number of your customers and your clients have, have combined together. How do you look at M and A when it comes to the AV industry? Yeah, you know it's interesting because I, I do think if you look at the evolution of other markets, M and A is a bit inevitable as we mature. I mean, that's just that's just the reality, and I think the. Sometimes M&A gets sort of a negative connotation associated with it. And, and my view on that would be that's more about execution than M&A as a strategy. It, it, gets, it gets a negative connotation because the execution doesn't go well. But M&A in, in an industry that's maturing can be, can be very valuable to the growth of an individual business. It can be valuable to the capabilities that a manufacturer or an integrator or distributor can provide. It can even help the growth of our industry as those capa capabilities start to uh, spread across other markets. So I don't see it as a negative. It's, it's very much an inevitable part of the process, but the execution can be a negative. And that, that's where I think everyone need, that does it needs to be careful and they've lived it. And that's why we, we focused a lot on bringing the cultures together, uh, trying not to rush things that don't need to be rushed too quickly so that you, you sort of damage something along the way, you ruin some of the value that was intended to bring it together. So, so I, I see it as, as a positive for our industry, it's just a matter of if it gets done well, I think it can, can add value to, you know, the different parts of the channel and can help our industry grow faster. If, if we start to, if that, if that uh, M&A expands our markets and, and products and, you know, experiences we can serve. Talk, talk for a second. How would you advise a, a, a an integrator who's who's looking at um, possibly doing an M and A? And because you mentioned that that the negative part could be the execution of, of that, right? How do you differ, differentiate yourself from the, the the average 
ordinary M&A or, or one that's, that's, that was executed poorly? How do you do it well? Um, and, and how do you do it, you know, then, then replicate that, that process again, if that's the, the direction or that's the strategy you want to take? Yeah, I think, you know, companies can have different strategies with regards to culture and how they want to implement it. But, you know, our view has been not to land on a, a company that's been integrated and say, this is, you know, how we operate, but to take the best of the cultures. And that foundationally means you're focused on the people first, you know, and, and getting it it's, can be a lot of change. It can be it can be nerve wracking for some in the middle of that. So you have to really focus on the people. As I said earlier, I think, you know, one of the things that, that's worked is get the common goals, get that early in the process. What are we trying to accomplish? What can we be together that we couldn't be individually? Because if you do get that and you get the teams comfortable, the changes are a lot easier because we've agreed on what we can accomplish. And almost by default means you have to do something different. And when you make those changes, it's less stressful because there can be uncertainty in M&A. Like, why are they doing this? And what does this yeah. change for? But if, you, if you've clarified those goals up front and you can see how what the change you're doing relates to that goal, you can take some of that angst out of the process. And I, I think that's really important as people bring teams together, focus on the people, get alignment on the goals, and then the changes need to be connected to what you're trying to accomplish in the goals. And I think it just helps make that process go a lot smoother. Uh, Steve, we, we mentioned the fact at the start of this that you and I talked about a year ago uh, as as you were taking over as president. Take a look back at this last year and, and what's what's one or two things that 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 you're gonna you know when you when you retire and you sit down and you write, write your me memoirs. This is a a high point for me in my first year, uh, and these are are some some lower points or or you know uh, an area that I that I, you know some 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 hurdles that we had to overcome. Yeah, I mean, I'll start with the, the, the you know, I guess if I think about the year, think about the, the challenges, the low points. I mean, it was it was unprecedented, right? That, that you, you mentioned that everybody went through it. And I'd say there was a lot of challenging uh, issues and difficult decisions you had to make on investments and resources and the winners and dealing with the winners and losers of, of not only our business, but some of our customers who were in markets that were, were very challenged. And that 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 wasn't this fun. You know, those were times you'd like to go, I wish I didn't have to go back through that again. And I think all of us probably have some of that from this past year. Um, but the, the high points, when you look back, uh, I'm, you know, I, I smiled a bit at the end of the year. You know, took a deep breath. We also, when we took a deep breath, we smiled a bit and look at how we did rally around the opportunities and, and um, how people dealt with the challenges. There, you know, this is a time when, organizations could really, you know, I use the term meltdown, you know, in the middle of those challenges and we didn't. And, and I, I don't look back and see an op, a point in this past year where we really melted down. We were, we were stressed out. It was challenging, but I'm proud of the, the team and the integrity and character that and perseverance, I think is the word I've used internally quite a bit on how we got through a lot of those challenges. So that that uh, doesn't take away from those difficult decisions and some of those challenges, but it, it's, it's a high point for me. And when I do look back at this year and say we made it, I think that the terminology we used going into 2021 was if we can survive 2020, we can survive anything. And then, of course, you get to 2021, and I'm starting to use the word unprecedented again uh, when it comes to um, commodity prices and freight and all those challenges that it just, uh, frankly, almost unbelievable to see what, what's happening. So we're, we're dealing with our new set of challenges. So I'll go back to if we can navigate 2020, we can navigate 2021. Absolutely. Absolutely. Steve, as we wrap up here, what's what's one thing you want 
customers up and down the chain. We'll we'll start with like obviously the 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 end to end user, the end to end customer, and back up from that. The, the tech managers, the IT managers, uh, and the dealers. What's one thing that you you want them to know about the future of, of the Grand AV? Yeah, you know, the first thing I'd say is thank you to all of them for their partnerships. We have, we always look forward to, to earning that going forward and, and never want to forget that we, we appreciate the partnerships as much as we do. So I, I always want to take an opportunity to say thank you. Um, as we think about our, our future, you know, we, we've got a great, a great history, and, but our, our, our story and our future is, is really just beginning. And that's what's exciting. You asked me that last year. What, what's your, what do you want to leave as your legacy? And it said... I want to take full advantage of what we brought together, the foundation Scott had built. I want to take advantage of that and deliver on the power of that portfolio, the solutions, the amazing AV experience. And so that's what I want you know people to know is that we are we're on that journey, we're making progress, we're excited about it. But what you can expect is our respect for the heritage and the brands, but our ability to bring those together to be even a stronger partner going forward. All right, Steve Dookie from LeGrand AV. Thank you, sir. Uh, how do people connect with you or LeGrand AV? So the easiest way is to go to our, our website, LeGrandAV.com, or and anybody wants to connect with me directly, LinkedIn is always the simplest way to, to get in touch. All right, thanks so much, Steve. For us, for Aviation, go by our website, aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. You'll find this program as well as a host of others, including our two weeklies. One is called AV Week that looks at the commercial side of the industry, and Resi Week looks at the residential side. Also, while you're there, please check out our supporters, uh, our sponsors. They're the ones who help us bring you AV Week and Resi Week, and LeGrand AV is one of those, and we thank them for their support. So all that and more at aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. 